Shalom and thank you for listening to Progressively Jewish, the podcast where you can explore and connect to Judaism through a progressive Jewish lens. In this episode, we begin our final theme, which is all about being bonim, being builders of a new and better future. And for this first episode in this theme, we are delighted to welcome Rabbi Kath Vardi, who is the rabbi of the Northwest Surrey Reform Synagogue, who will be talking to us about dreaming a new world into being. Sarah's Sacrifice The warning came in the early hours, muffled echoes of dust being kicked up outside the tent, but she returned to her sleep and to her dreams. Later the air, still cold with the night time of the desert, blows across her. Reaching out, her fingers fall into empty space. She opens her eyes and looks around in the pale light of a new morning, expecting, hoping, to see him gathering together the rudiments of the first meal. But she is alone. Pulling herself up, not so easy at her age, she calls out to him, to them both, straining to hear either of them. Silence. Leaving the tent, she surveys the courtyard, but she is alone, devastatingly alone. Hers is the only voice, calling hesitantly at first, then becoming more urgent, more searching, as the silence remains her only response. Her husband, her son, The servant boys, even the donkey, are all missing. Sarah is alone. The tight grip of terror takes hold, her throat constricting as she tries once more to call out into the expanse. Heart beating, stomach clutching, her breath catches in her lungs, seemingly trapped and unable to make its way out of her body. Her hand flies to her mouth. Where are they? Attempting to quell her rising panic, reason fighting to take control, she tells herself, firewood, they've simply gone to look for more firewood. Or maybe water, maybe the water is low, they've gone to collect more water. Whilst the still, small voice whispers insistently back, these are not the reasons for your abandonment, Sarah for she has been abandoned, left. She has been suddenly, unexpectedly propelled into the aloneness. Unprepared, she stands surrounded by a vast expanse of unknownness. The sands of the desert spread out before her, change their shape as the sun moves across the sky. And she now understands that this landscape, a landscape she had liked to consider known, instead has an unpredictability and a power that have made her a stranger in her own home. Those she loves, has cared for, yearned for, are no longer with her. Silence expands into the spaces they ordinarily fill and she is terrified. We, like Sarah, stand on the sidelines whilst the story unfolds without our consent. 
We may have lost those we love, been exiled from those to whom we wish to offer comfort and denied the arms of those we yearn to feel around us. Sarah, suddenly left, finds herself unseen. She has been left unheard, left as a story of cosmic consequence takes place without her. When we read the Achidah, we may wonder at the turmoil of a father leading his son up a mountain as a sacrifice to God. We may recoil at Abraham's willingness to sacrifice Isaac, debating who is to blame. But we rarely, if ever, explore this story from the perspective of the one who questions and imagines from the sidelines. For Sarah's role in this story is the one who is left in the shadows. She is the one who discovers that the men of her household have gone. But we are never made privy to what she asks or how she reacts. We do not witness her tears of confusion or her words of recrimination and anger. We cannot hear what she wishes for. Her whispered dreams are not shared with us. We are never given a glimpse of her most intimate moments as she hesitatingly takes out her most cherished hopes, handling them with care, lest they should shatter. Neither are we given access to her conversation with God. We may wonder, is Sarah likewise commanded? Or does God ask her permission to command Abraham? We do not know. We can only recreate what we imagine may have taken place. I wonder what Sarah may have been dreaming about as the wind awoke her, who she sees in her dreams and what and who she builds with. How can Sarah continue to carry her dreams with her as her world empties? As the abyss of loneliness and loss opens up in front of her, does she catch the glimmer of what a future could be? Or is her grief so crushing that the emptiness threatens to all but engulf her? Where will she find the strength and support she so needs to face this void, this newly created place of unknowingness? And on what can she draw to face this new future with patience? I imagine Sarah finding what she needs to hold on to her dreams. I see her bringing them to the light before her temptation to fill the emptiness with what was, the temptation to recreate what went before, becomes overwhelming. Whilst we will never know much of what Sarah dreamt, I imagine she is able to carry her dreams into the future with her, albeit in altered form. I imagine that her world, populated with dreams, is made more bearable in the immediate emptiness of Abraham's and maybe even God's betrayal. Because the one dream Torah does allow us to share, the dream granted to her in her old age, Isaac, has been lost. The pain of this realisation is powerful as the sadness and resignation threaten to overwhelm any possibility of hope and reconstruction. But I see Sarah telling her story to others who understand. I see her seeking out those she needs. I hear her share her story and watch as her tears flow. And I see arms reach out towards her, holding her as she repeatedly asks if she will ever be able to bear the pain. 
but I do not hear hollow reassurances offered to quell the discomfort of the listener, but instead I hear gentle stories of hope and renewal offered as the women share their lives. We can keep on dreaming, they tell her. We can keep on dreaming wildly, unimaginable dreams. Let the dreams take you, they whisper. Allow the dreams to fill you, to transport you. Dream, Sarah, dream. Dream of what could be. Dream a new world into being. We are called to hold the light, they tell her. We are called to hold the light for one another and we are called to hold the dream, however tentatively. For from these dreams, Sarah, renewal will spring. Dream, Sarah, dream. Choose life. Thank you, Rabbi Kath Vardy, and thanks to Liberal Judaism, Reform Judaism, and Laobek College for supporting Progressively Jewish. In our next episode, we're delighted to be introducing you to student Rabbi Lev Taylor, who will talk to us about building a future for Jewish education. <laughs>